The following podcast is a Bostic Media production. This episode is brought to you by the Skinny Confidential Bombshell Body Guide and Meal Plan. Okay, you guys, so you know that I've created a fitness guide and meal plan with a professional trainer. And basically, to start off, the fitness guide is 27-minute workouts that you can do on the go. I actually created it because I was traveling a lot and couldn't always get to a gym. So recently, we went on a boat trip for eight days. And Michael was up working out on the elliptical, but I couldn't do that because that was in the sun. So I had to get creative and use the bombshell body guide. I think I used it like five times, 27 minute workouts. You can do a lot of it without weights or any equipment. So it's kind of amazing. And then I also have a meal plan, which I literally wrote down everything I ate for two weeks and put it in this meal plan. And it's skinny hacks and cocktail tips and tips and tricks and all these different kinds of things that I've learned in one place. It's super pretty in pink too. I actually went and got it printed at Kinko's and I I bound it and it has a pretty cover and I think you guys will really like it. So there's a community of women that you can also connect with on the platform, which is really cool because you can kind of talk back and forth. Definitely check it out. All you have to do is go to members.theskinnyconfidential.com and you can use the code him and her at checkout for 20% off. That's a discount for all the listeners. So it's kind of just my ideal health and wellness tips in one place. All you have to do is go to members.theskinnyconfidential.com and use checkout code him and her for 20% off. All right, let's get into the show. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! Hey guys, what's up? It's just Lauren today. No, Michael. There's going to be no one that interrupts me for the whole intro. It's going to be interesting. Michael is actually in a meeting. Um, Really quick for those of you who don't know me, I'm Lauren Everett. I'm the creator of The Skinny Confidential. It's a blog, a brand, and a podcast. My husband, who's not here, Michael, I'm talking to you if you're listening, is an entrepreneur. And he usually is with me in the beginning, but today it's just me. So before we get into it, I want to give you a tip of the week, just because normally we normally do a him and her tip of the week, but today I'm just going to give you a her tip. So my tip of the week this week is Miracle Noodles. So let me tell you guys about Miracle Noodles. They're amazing. They're basically zero calorie noodles. And I've been using them with either like zucchini noodles or I'll put them in lentil pasta to add kind of like a thickness. You can also add like rau sauce to them with like lemon and chili flake and basil and all the goodness and there's zero calories. But here's the trick with them. They kind of smell fishy. So you have to drain them in a pasta strainer and kind of run water over them and let them sit before you cook them. I got mine off Amazon. I will leave the link in the show notes and I would definitely recommend checking them out if you want something that tastes super similar to pasta, but isn't actually pasta with all the carbs and calories. Um, You know, we just got back from Greece, which we'll talk about in the next episode, and I was eating so much pasta. So when I came back, 
I was craving more pasta, which probably should have been the other way around. But unfortunately, I wanted to stuff my face with more pasta. So I had to find something that would work as a substitute. I've actually done a couple posts on them on the blog. Um, you can Google the Skinny Confidential. I believe it's pesto pasta and it should show up. So check those out. Okay, so this podcast today is going to be with Michael because we recorded it last week. And I'm super excited about this because it's a funny one. You guys will like it. We are interviewing Elizabeth Ott and Stephanie Simbari. And they are the co-hosts of That's So Retrograde. That's So Retrograde is a super hot podcast on iTunes. It's a wellness podcast by both the girls, Elizabeth and Stephanie. And they're two Los Angeles-based ladies taking it day by day, juice by juice, and one conscious haphazard convo at a time. It's definitely a show. I know Stephanie's a comedian, so she definitely adds her humor in there. You got Elizabeth, too, who was an established leader in the digital fashion space. She started working for Rachel Zoe as a founding team member for the Zoe Report. And she also is the creator of Closet Rich. So both the girls came together, did a podcast. I believe they've been podcasting for three years. We get into it. We talked about everything from vagina eggs to cupping to acupuncture wellness, Michael's diet. We covered it all. Very excited for this episode. I think you guys will definitely laugh. If you have kids in the car, you might want to maybe listen later. Let us know if you like it in the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast group, or on our Instagrams. We love your feedback. And with that, I will get right into the show. I hope you guys enjoy Elizabeth and Stephanie. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Talk about his vibe. Just talking about how I'm shallow and think someone has a yeah. good vibe, but they're not hot, so I can't like them. Damn. Am I on your guys' side yet? Yeah. Or? I got my, my house trying to. We're going to find a non-sociopath. Or was it a sociopath? No, 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 no. No sociopaths. Are you sure? We have a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm positive. Okay. I've, I've been there. done that. We have that. a whole Rolodex. I want someone, just not a sociopath. Okay. Well, well you're like shit out of luck. Guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get some new friends, though, really. <laughs> okay, you guys. So first, give us, like, the backstory. You kind of already did earlier, but just for our audience, like, tell us how you met. Tell us, like, the whole story. Well, we're that so retrograde. I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Simbari. Just so you guys can clarify the voice. You're talking with a very, like, sexual <laughs> sort of chill that... Thank you. I put off that energy. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, she's has this real I you know, I spent the morning in services. So rub your I'm thigh. Just feeling okay. a little like, you know, <laughs> contemplative today. We're not a sex podcast. We're a wellness. <laughs> Sometimes podcast. we are though. Oh, that's not what we're that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> we can talk about that too. That's fine. <laughs> um and okay, so the question was how did we get started? What's just, our vibe? How did you oh, guys meet? We? Like right. how did you think to do a podcast three years ago? Okay, there's 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 that's a multi layered. Yeah. So we met at a party through mutual friends. Yes. Stephanie is a stand up comedian. I had a career in fashion for quite a while and um the moment that we met someone said this is stephanie she's a stand-up and i just looked at her and i was like i want to write with you but i remember her think i remember her saying you're magical and i was like oh, oh i did yeah cute yeah yeah it was really that's what i remember <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um and we really became fa- like fast friends, fast friends right after that and normally if you become fast friends with someone i would say it's a red flag but in this case it wasn't it was probably like seven years six or seven years yeah, ago yeah 
and then we didn't start the pot we she had her company called closet rich which yeah. was an online consignment company that i worked privately with people that worked in fashion or entertainment basically people who had a constant influx of clothing coming in um we would either sell it on the website or donate it to a local niche charity so it was like bringing like a consciousness and a recyclability to people who just like enjoyed fashion and clothing can i say what my about my bag Sure. <laughs> I bought a bag from Closet Rich that was Jessica Alba's bag, so we referred to it as the Jessica Alba. You still have it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's really nice. It was like the nicest purse I've ever bought. Yeah, it was a good one. It's a couple hundred dollars. So, um, yeah, so it was like that. It was like a fun project on like my first venture into entrepreneurship. And we, for, because it was my company, we got to like try a lot of really fun things. We had, uh, uh, like a capsule collection in uh, Fred Siegel, the rich as fuck sweatshirts. Oh, I love ever that. saw those. Um, that was just like a Coachella thing that to promote the closetrich.com. And then I don't know why I'm promoting it now because it's defunct at this point. <laughs> but um, so Stephanie and I got together with two other of our girlfriends who are writers and comedians. We used to get stoned on her patio and think basically. of ideas. That was basically the genesis of everything. We were everything. Like, we're like, we should do something. I don't know what it is. And then we're like, we should do comedy sketches where we wear your clothes and just like make stupid jokes. So we did like five sketches that together. turned out beautifully. That was the most. They're just like dick and abortion jokes, but in like <laughs> vintage Armani. Like, yeah, like very like so stylish amazing. abortion jokes. Yeah. Um, and they were awesome and it was so fun. And I think that in that moment, we kind of realized like if we could work together as a real thing, then that's what we wanted to do. Cause it was just like Magical. the most fun ever. So how does the podcast come up? Uh, well that, happened later that we were it was after the next abortion joke yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we exhausted all the abortion jokes <laughs> and then enough. um i was styling a tv show for a production company that was on the e-network and knew that they were starting a podcast division within the com within the company and kind of by way went in slid in with the idea brought steph in and the rest is history I just want to know how you guys had the foresight to start a podcast three years ago. Well, people were podcast. I mean, I'm coming from comedy. Right. And so a lot of people were lot of doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone was doing podcasts. No one was listening to them, but everyone was doing that. That's what I think it was for me. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I didn't start listening to podcasts until like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I'm I think we're hitting like the real now we're like in yeah. like a boom where it's like a money-making venture but back then it was like there was random networks like in the basement of comedy clubs it was just like whatever it was kind of in our yeah like npr was into it like okay, yeah it was kind of it's kind of starting to, to be where like blogging was in like 2012 exactly. now. yeah people are starting to catch on and everyone's trying to come in yeah but yeah you gotta have a big personality i feel like well, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys start a podcast that yeah. was purely, three years ago. It was purely based out of our own interest and curiosity. There was no foresight into like, oh, the wellness industry. That's going to be the next big thing that people are going to be like spending money on and interested in. Like it was purely just like we're curious about these things. We're not finding the information delivered in a way that we thought was palatable or cool. So and we like, started the conversations. I mean, we've both always been into the stuff. Like, I used to teach yoga on the stage of the comedy store. Like, it, I was like, you know, and I was like the person in that world who was like, oh, go to Steph if you want to know about, like, crystals and woo-woo shit. You know, everyone just used to yeah. make fun of me. And now everyone, like, actually does take it seriously. Exactly. They're like, oh, the podcast. So you know some stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm not mm -hmm. just, like, some weird person who likes crystals and 
drinks juice. I'm sorry. Did it start as wellness? Uh, me, for me or for the, with for the, the podcast? podcast? No. It was more of a, like an exploration in like curiosity of like astrology was like and then the we, like, touchstone. And then we were like, we're not astrologers. <laughs> we started recording and we we're like, we don't know anything about astrology. I was going to say, that's like really high, high yeah, level. Yeah, like, yeah, wow. we're like, we don't even, we were like reading from Mystic Mama and we're like, we mm. should just have Mystic Mama do a podcast. Like, why would we do this? So then it evolved, it to, evolved be to be lo- seekers instead of Exactly. Experts. Just like being the beginner and yeah. like being curious. Tell us about some of the guests that you guys have because you guys have had some really cool guests. Like, who are like the standout heroes? Shaman Durek. Oh, yeah. I would say we just re released that episode because a few uh, episodes kind of just got like lost in the shuffle when we decided to self produce. We had to transfer our channel. This is an actual shaman? He's an yeah. actual shaman. He's fabulous. He's like he actually is. fabulous. I was just with a buddy on a boat, and he was telling me is about he this. Single? He, uh, yes, but this does he have a boat? This one uh, in particular, I don't. Let me. I'll tell you the story, and then you can decide. Okay. So he was he was telling me he like he uh, he broke up with his ex girlfriend, and she ended up like running off with some like super rich dude, and was something like and he was watching all this melting down, and so he decides to go to Peru and do an ayahuasca trip sure. uh-huh. and so he said he like walked in the tent and like started bawling crying because he's like what the fuck she's with some guy over here and i'm in a tent with all these shamans that are blowing stuff and then he did this whole ayahuasca trip with this shaman and was just like he said he could see like childhood memories completely clearly he was losing it and so what i was i want to learn more about these shamans is this this same type so of shaman he doesn't or? really believe in ayahuasca that's he's not a really sober his shaman thing. he's a sober shaman did you huh. ask him about ayahuasca yeah, yeah. Of course, because that's all I knew of shamans was like people go to Peru and meet a shaman and they guide them on a medicine journey. Like that's all that I knew about it. But he's he comes from a long line of shamans in Africa, and um, he had he wasn't a shaman for the first like twenty something years of his life. He was uh, I think he was a model. He was a model. (laughs) Does he have Instagram? So beautiful. Yes. At shaman Dirk. Shaman Dirk. He's so beautiful. (laughs) Why don't you date him? We'll link him in the show notes. Moving on. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he's my shaman. I can't take my shaman. Um, no, and uh, he had a near death experience. Well, Which he died. He ta- he, he he died had like kidney back. failure and died. And when he was dead, he like saw his ancestors, and they were like, "You can either come with us, or you can stay here and like do the work that you're meant to do on Earth." So he stayed. This is from this his, is his story. All in that episode. Yeah. So he Which stayed, and that's when he realized that he was meant to like follow in his lineage and be a shaman. And now that's what he does. My favorite thing about that recording was my parents were in town from Michigan, sitting in on the recording, and then halfway through, and he's telling this whole story about he died and came back, and I was like, my parents are gonna think I've officially gone like full woo woo LA, and I'm never coming back. She's and I was, rogue. Yeah. I just because like picturing them just like innerly just being like so concerned and afterwards my dad got up hugged the shaman had like near tears in his eyes and was like so inspired and I was like we're doing we're doing the right thing here that for is sure. so cool my parents yeah. are like on the cynical side baby boomer cynical I mean, they're side. Michigan Jews like they don't believe in shamans but now, now they get what you, <laughs> you guys know? are doing how could they not get what you guys are doing no I mean, they're they the most supportive so is this your main job the podcast yeah. Yeah. I mean, we both do other things. Mm-hmm. Like Elizabeth is, uh, how would you describe what your job is? I just kind of work in like creative projects, whether it's like, like one-off styling. Now, like I have a big 
career like or a big resume of like creative direction creation that type of thing so we work in styling visioning developing working on a project now that it's not ready to talk about yet, but it's going to be dope and can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you do comedy. I do comedy oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and acting, yeah. Okay. But like we definitely treat the podcast like it's yeah. our day, like it's our day it's job. It's very much, um, I feel very aligned with my purpose in doing the show. Yeah. In like bringing these conversations of mindfulness and the human experience to a broad audience. I love that. I think that's so cool. There's so many of our listeners out there that want to start podcasts now in 2017. Do you guys think that that they should just go for it? Do you think it's oversaturated? Like, what's your feeling on the industry? I think that if you have any time you have a, a dream to do something, you have to do it. Yeah. Or a better question maybe is, why would you tell them to not do one? I think it's important to have a specific value offering. Yeah. And like be really clear on like what it is that you're doing and why maybe why it's different than than what else is out there and like know your why yeah that's a great advice okay i want to talk about wellness okay sure so you guys talk about a lot of unconventional wellness tips what's something that (laughs) you yeah (laughs) yeah what's something that you guys can talk about that's maybe like a little bit taboo like maybe people aren't ready for it whether it's like a colonic marijuana like give us some stuff well, like we're we're pro cannabis on our show because the concept for our show is birthed from a smoking a joint wait you guys are <clears throat> you guys are pro cannabis and you gave me a lighter <laughs> yeah with your logo on it <laughs> yeah well we're supporting That's for candles. All, all habits and like saging incense cute you I know like whichever saging. whichever's in your life okay so tell me like more about all these wellness trends because you guys do talk a lot about wellness yeah we cover the trends but a big thing for us is like to to we're and not we're trying not, to like Instagram wellness promise that a smoothie is going to change your life. I think that in what we've since we've started and where like the industry has kind of moved to moved to in like such a short period of time, like this stuff's obviously always been a conversation. Like we've talked to some guests who've been in this world for, you know, 30 years and no one was really talking about it. It was like the weird people who had to drive 30 miles to like the one Mrs. Greens to buy their like barley milk or whatever. Like it's always been here, but it hasn't been at the forefront. In the past, like I think like five years, it's become a billion dollar industry. So the thing that we're really careful of though is to not say oh like this trend is gonna be the thing and uh, definitely don't eat gluten like definitely never eat cheese again like uh yeah you know definitely drink kombucha every day or whatever like it's very it's easy to 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 jump on a trend that you think is gonna like make you all better but like you're already 100 percent fine yeah what, i like that what like so i have a, i go back and forth a little stuff i consider myself somewhat healthy but also like i'll go to mcdonald's once in a uh, while yeah but, we're, we're gonna here, get to that about you. Here, here's my thing though what <laughs> i love marriage <laughs> what is what is something what is something that you really like okay you, you really should be doing this and stuff that's like okay like you maybe don't have you to give do us that. something okay. that's i like think you, you should really be hydrating and breathing <laughs> yeah okay. like and those two things are free yeah okay. and the most important Okay. That, that's can you do that because you haven't been hydrating that much and you're you could use oil on your forehead uh, <laughs> i don't know if i can i might not i might stop breathing at any moment but, but because my problem is there's so like you said there's so many trends yeah and there's so many people jumping on things that yeah. for me i'm like i'm just i, I kind of stop paying attention because well, there's so many things no i love everything forth. i'm the opposite well, Give our, me our whole thing is to 
to explore these different modalities, yeah. provide the information so that people can bring, build their own toolkit. Anything very you're curious to about, what I like to do on my blog. Awesome. Very try. similar. Like here's the information, but like when you leave, you do you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm just showing you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just showing you what I like and what I don't like. And like some things we try and we're into it for a little while and then we're like, okay, that's not really like serving us anymore. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Like what's something that you keep going back to though? Like for me, I love cupping. I, I saw love you cupping. said you guys like that too. Mm-hmm. Love cupping, love That's acupuncture. It gives me so much yeah. relief. Yeah. And I always say people are like, well, you, don't, do you why do you like to walk around with those bruises? I'm like, for me, those bruises represent relief. So I want people, I actually wear a backless tank whenever I get it done, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I like when people come up to me and ask me because I feel that it's like cool to be able to say to someone, you should try this if you have back pain or anxiety because mm-hmm. it's so helpful. But you know what's funny about that is that acupuncture and cupping is thousands of years old. Yeah. It's not a trend. You're right. You're right. Nothing so like showing up to a party with your wife fully bruised. <laughs> <laughs> you like it too. Yeah, you show your bruises off. He walks around butt naked. I'm like, and listen, like it's not me. Yoga. It's her. I'm, you know, she started it. Yeah, I just had like to give it. her the left hook. If no. you guys could bruise each other in perfect circles, I'd be highly yeah, impressed. Yeah, that's cool. You should keep doing that. <laughs> we support abuse if it's symmetrical. Red meat, no red meat. Well, I subscribe to the blood type diet a lot okay. of times. So a I, lot of times, a lot of times. I mean, I did recently go on like a no meat thing because I just kind of wanted to clean my system out. Did it um, make a difference? I felt just um, I was eating it too much because I was doing blood type like so heavily that I was having red meat like five times a week because I'm type O and you're supposed to have red meat and greens basically is like the whole diet. I mean, there's uh, hundreds of other things you can eat, but those are the most accessible. Um, and I just wanted to like clean out and feel lighter. So I did, and it taught me that I could eat it a lot less, but I really don't like cutting anything out of my diet 100%. But you still will like try different things. Of course, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I just did a 30-day vegan. And? I felt great. Okay. But like, you know, I'm, then I, I went to New York City and yeah. I was like, live my best life. I know, that's the problem. It, that's exactly I could get on board with all this. See, cool. I didn't know if you were, because I didn't know what was going to come. If you couldn't come in and said like, hey, no red meat, cut this out. I've been like, all right, whatever. So are <laughs> are you don't I believe mean, in rigidity. I don't think that's fun. It's just like, how do you feel? That's how I do. That's how I think we both do everything. It's like, if something is make like, I was like, I think I'm eating too much meat. I feel like dense. Like it does make you heavier and denser if you eat it a lot. So I was like, I just feel like thicker in my body. Like, like it fucks with your digestion. There's no way to like really describe it other than that. And then I stopped and I was like, okay, I feel better. And then I didn't eat it for like a month. And I was like, I think I need a hamburger. Like it's just listening to yourself totally is the most important thing that you can do for your well being. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the one of the maybe potential pitfalls with like this quote unquote like Instagram wellness thing. It's like you if you have to be like one way or it promotes a, a one way of being which is really helpful to get information, but you need to have a pretty strong filter on still like what works for you and what makes you feel good because it is not one size fits all. That There's one thing we've learned is that. Totally. I The reason that I like you guys is because you guys are super wellness-based, but you're in on the joke. Right. Right? Like, like it, it is all a joke. You know, like for me to be walking <laughs> around with bruises all over my back, like you have to, you have to like have a sense of humor about yeah. it. And if you don't, like, you know, some people are so on Instagram, it's like, you can't do this. No gluten, like, hashtag, like, 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 you know, it's like it's too much. It's overwhelming. People so you like kind to of be in control. Totally. 
There was this big hepatitis A breakout uh, in San Diego. Uh huh. I was actually recently this. talking about this. And and so we've just we, we've kind of been going through it. So <laughs> no, we wait. <laughs> no. Do you guys have it? No, yeah, I beat it. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. But, it, is it from food? Don't drink no, out no, of no. the cup. So I've just been researching it. A while back, we went we had we went to Asia mm-hmm. and we had to go to go there. You have to get some vaccines to go into China or whatever. Yeah. And we had to get one of them. You have to get is the hepatitis A this is favorite story. vaccine. Uh huh. But the way they do it, I guess, is they give you. 50% of it or a little bit of like, it, yeah. yeah and then you have to come back six months later but Lauren didn't want to go back so we just never got the second half I'm wondering now if I'm immune or not but I'm also wondering what like, there's a, what you guys think of vaccines in general Ooh, hot button issue yeah whoa you're throwing that one out I'm there. curving That's around I'm, I'm, I like it I'm, I'm into it, it. Yeah. Okay. it's funny that you're bringing up hepatitis because I was watching the <laughs> Emmys <laughs> funny you bring up hepatitis well, it's a hot the button streets. issue um, <laughs> they're, they're literally right now as we speak they're spraying the streets of oh, San Diego wait, down how did it how did it break out uh, Mimi Lauren's sister told me that there was some that the homeless were shitting in the streets <gasps> And that if you if you, then if you touch it, I and, saw you shit in the street the other day. Well, listen. Whoa. You know, so I we gotta go. <laughs> I got a notification from our building manager that there was an outbreak, um, and he, and I thought it was I was like okay that's not serious. And then I came back and like people are literally dying and it's it's not it's, like, it's not Whoa. funny. But okay, it's well that's a that's wild. a cautionary tale against shitting in the street and yeah. slash touching it if you're not the person who did it. Yes. Um, that's how you'll get hepatitis. But uh. uh your hepatitis. Oh, I, I mean, I was story. going back. Yeah. Okay. So we were going to talk about just like the vaccines. We got sidetracked. There was a commercial on the Emmys for hepatitis C, and it really sent me down a rabbit hole of like, how does one get hepatitis, and like, what's the sliding Tommy scale? Lee. Yeah, our friend's dating him. Um, <laughs> but also, I think you can get you get hepatitis A a lot from traveling in Asian countries. Yeah, but my friend got it from eating food in stuff. India. Can you beat it? Like, I mean, if you get, yeah, it, you I don't can. Know he got it. it, and it went away. Well, now See, you know. But I don't know if you guys are immune or not. That's what I'm wondering. This is out of I my wheelhouse. I feel like we're like I, half kind of immune. Right, half. You guys I gotta 50. say, I don't really feel like the two of you are at risk for hep A. <laughs> <laughs> Did his hair gel give it away? Not that I'm a doctor. Yeah. yeah. You're guys, Just like intuitively. You very clean. <laughs> and I don't Someone, feel like you're the kind of person that's going to pick up a homeless person shit just, off the uh, ground. We just, we just bathed in a drinking fountain before this. Before we this, just got so. back from a trip and we were in a very confined space with yeah. 12 different people and like five of them asked me if Michael bleaches his butthole. Oh my God. Oh, do you? I, no, I don't. Oh. I mean, should I start? No, I, I, I thought that was something. Part of my, thing. Yeah, I was just going to say, pardon my... Uh, it's a gay thing. He's so, so clean that people were wondering. Well, it's, like, sorry that I'm That's not just a dirty piece of shit we appreciate when people that. think you're as clean as the gays you're doing something right exactly i mean i wash my hair once every two weeks Same. so i'm not you know I, I washed it today this i'm not gonna wash it for Thank another you. two so, weeks you're welcome so vaccines <laughs> yay yeah. or nay it's weird because i understand the arguments on both sides but like we were vaccinated and we're fine yeah so that's where i'm like it's also uh, i don't know i wouldn't i don't have children so i I haven't really like addressed this issue yet, but I know that when I do have kids, it's gonna come up for me because God forbid I should give my child a vaccine and then they do end up with some sort of like fuck up, I'll never forgive myself. Yeah. So I don't know what the answer is. It's kind of weird that this has become this paranoid like conspiracy theory when like all of us born in the 80s and 90s were vaccinated and most of most of us are fine. And vaccines have gotten rid of a lot of really, really bad diseases. diseases. I mean, people were like dying in the masses before. Exactly. exactly. I will say I don't get a flu shot. Yeah, I don't get it. No, I do. That was oh, that was what I was going to ask you guys next. So, I a lot of times I feel like you know if, when people go extreme, let's just say like 
extreme health or, or, or one way or the other, I, I feel like those people get sick a lot more frequently. And I'm not passing judgment. I mean, I'm just saying like just from my own observations, the people that have always like, you know, they're so regimented in a certain way, they, they end up getting sick. And I feel like, you know, if I go and, you know, running around and catching germs, like I don't really ever get sick it's, when I do I'm a baby. It's interesting because I, I agree with that. It's like when you don't put anything in your body needs to take like dirt or toxins in to it's exa- it's like a all the time vaccine. Like you only, your immune system only learns how to be smart by like learning how to fight things. That's so you interesting never that, do that. Say, that you say that because I just read Yolanda Foster's book or mm-hmm. Hadid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how she believes a big part of her Lyme's disease was cured. Lyme disease. I keep calling it Lyme. I have this. I do the same Lyme thing. Lyme disease was cured is because she actually, I don't know how she did this, but she took her ailments, somehow injected them back into herself. Whoa. If that makes any kind of sense. Sure. And it actually helped her become immune to what she was fighting. So when you have Lyme's disease, I guess they inject you with other people's stuff. Interesting. And she was like, wait a minute. I'm actually going to do, I'm going to reverse this and actually take mine out of my body and then re-inject it. That's really interesting. Yeah. The book is so good. Cool. You have, guys will love it. Have you, you read Bite Me by Allie Hilfiger? We both had her on our podcast. I saw yeah. you guys yeah. had her too. She's a dear friend of ours. Um, She's insane. Phenomenal so book. Yeah. Really good book. Both of them. You'll love Yolanda's book cool. if you liked her book. We'll check it out. Yeah. And, and I appreciate about Gigi, so. I appreciate how you um what you did the last name change just to like keep it current. Yeah. I want yeah. to keep it current. <laughs> to honor, honor the situation. I so we don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. <laughs> just in case Yolanda's listening. <laughs> I'd love Yolanda on the podcast to talk about that. I feel like manifest that yeah, you for can do sure. It. She's no, her story is like so incredible yeah. and everything she went through, she actually Michael doesn't know this. Plug your ears because Michael. Okay, here. let me take the giant <laughs> headphones off. She actually set up a lab in her house and <sighs> took her feces and oh yeah. Actually went through each thing of her feces poo and found parasites in there and saved the parasites over like a year's time and she had like she had these rope worms and like all these different things growing inside her and she includes the pictures in the book oh, yes the i homeless love in san diego <laughs> speaking of hepe the homeless in san diego i think did a similar thing <laughs> just not in a lab <laughs> just not yeah not in the lab just out on the sidewalks i'll Fucking set up disgusting. a lab in our house and we can do that with you this weekend oh, i've um i've i've sent my uh um, Air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> to a lab before. And? And um, I'm allergic to egg whites. Oh, okay. That's all they told you? Yeah, and I'm gluten intolerant and lactose intolerant, but I still eat those things. Wait, did you like go online and like uh, like uh, go to like sendmyfeces.com? Like, well, like, wait, where? I hope that's a website. Oh <laughs> I, my God. I guarantee it's a website, that's, but it's probably not the type not of website. You're not You should swipe yeah. that one up. Yeah. Yeah. I, let, me get, let me, hold on guys. I gotta get on GoDaddy. <laughs> it's actually a, go do it in San Diego. Set it up. Yeah. It's actually a porn website. Um, No, uh, I did it through my naturopathic doctor because I was having, I've always had stomach problems like my whole life. And has everyone told you like probiotics, like all the different kinds of things? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Like my thing is like a little more complicated because it, it has to do with like an enzyme that I'm missing initially. So um, I wasn't supposed to be eating bread for a long time. Um, but something that actually really helped me with my digestion, this is so dumb, is um, chewing my food more. <laughs> Oh, I've actually heard You've this. heard it here first. I know it's like sounds very stupid and simple, but I think like we live in such like a fast culture and like we're like, oh, eat lunch. Like we don't, you know how when you eat rest, 
eat lunch or dinner in, in America, like as soon as you're done, the server like shoves the check at you. And it's like, if you're in any other country, like you could sit at the fucking table for hours. No one would do anything. But in America, it's like, eat, get out. And like, you're standing, you're eating. Yeah. And, and everything's like, on the go. If I, When I was a kid, like if I didn't eat all my food off my plate, as soon as my dad was done, he would eat all my food too. So I like just, it was everything just taught me to like shovel my food down my throat. And once I got a colonic and she was like, this is really weird and gross, but like there's chunks coming out of you. Can you just like chew more? Wow. And I started chewing more and like my stomach problems decreased by like 80%. And you'll, you'll be told to your brain that you're hungry or you're full quicker. Yeah. So I feel like you, it almost helps with losing weight too. And it's like an exercise in mindfulness. mindfulness. Uh-huh. That's smart. You know mm -hmm. what? When we were in France, I'm like, how are all these girls so like fit and thin? And I sat there and watched this one girl. Michael doesn't know this. He was talking the whole time. And I was like looking at my peripheral like over and over. Um, and she, she took like an hour and a half to eat her breakfast. It was like so slow the way they eat. So I was trying to do it. It's, it's I mean, it's hard. Yeah. It's we're just good. not. That's not yeah. our no, programming. So funny. Do you remember when we were at Miraval and we were eating with the marketing director there and we were like so hungry we'd just been traveling it's in arizona and we were like eating so quickly and she we were i don't remember what she said but she's like there's no rush and i was like there's no rush and i thought i like zoomed out everything turned into slow motion i was like yeah right amazing i want to know but can i have another muffin i want to know more about your colonic because i've never had one and i'm thinking about we have the best lady in the world she sings beyonce to you the whole time she's amazing wait does it hurt that they like spread your butthole i will say that part doesn't hurt and she has a mirror the part where the inserting into haven't you ever had like a finger in your butt i mean like oh come on have i not in that blue shuffle you guys okay sorry i asked um it that part doesn't hurt at all but what does hurt is when the water starts going in i personally experience like a lot of cramping it's not comfortable it hurts wait me, hold on hold on I gotta, to I gotta me it go, hurts. we gotta go back okay is it a finger or is it no like, no no? i was just saying it's I like was a jet stream it. yeah it's but like, how, like i need to know how like basically it's, finger, it's a finger is it three wide. fingers no it's a finger wide oh it's a finger just a little tube but they spray i you. imagine like like this no oh my god i thought it was like a penis no no and also no, what no, penis no. is that big <laughs> michael's is pretty good when you're like him. you're like I, I it's this him. big <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was like okay reconstructive pussy surgery lauren's dad's a regular listener your daughter has a huge Huge vagina. <laughs> it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Elizabeth. <laughs> I actually was picturing, though, I'm not going to lie, that it was this big. It's like oh, a, as no. big as the top of your water bottle. Oh, that's a little. That's... It's not, but it's shaped. Um, It's like wider at the top and then it goes into like a whatever and they're gonna smaller. put like there's this? gonna be like a coconut oil or what have you on she it. does yeah that's, yeah it's a like weird. slides it in it's all good it's that's not really the part that how long is it up your ass like how long is the session like 30 minutes 45 minutes yeah it's, but it's it great is it's really fun to see everything come out of you thing. i mean does it make you feel good afterwards you feel good after but i'll be honest with you during a colonic i'm extremely miserable I hate it. It hurts so much. Cramping. So tell me why you do it then. Because when it's done, you're like, ugh. Do you feel like a lot thinner? Is it de-bloating? Mm. It's not really like a thin. I think if you did like 10 of them, that, that might be the case. Yeah. It's more just like, sometimes if I push on like my lower abdomen, it, there's like a hardness because that, that's like when I'm not digesting properly. And that's when the colonic is yeah. like really I good because it, it um, 
what she does is called hydrocolon um, therapy therapy so it's it's hydrating your colon like that's a big reason why people have um shitting problems there's probably a better way of saying that but it's because their colon is dehydrated so it's like it can't work if it's like dried okay since we're like on the top well, of we're shitting, learning a lot um, you guys asked. Asked. <laughs> i have these crackers that i call the shitty crackers okay they, there's okay so there are these crackers called gg crackers michael okay. plug your ears um i late. just talked about them on my blog and basically they have four grams of fiber per cracker okay. and they taste like cardboard but here's the thing they have two carbs per cracker and it's a big cracker so you get two carbs plus four grams of fiber and you eat them with like avocado or salmon, whatever. Plug yours. Oh, I'm <laughs> it makes everything oh. move. Oh, I love that. That's great. Like, I have never experienced. It's like four. Is that when you're like running to the bathroom and crashing through the door? That's amazing. That's amazing. I, honestly, if you these. have digestive issues. So all the girls in France are eating these crackers. I'm like, what are these? They eat them with everything. I'll show you a picture. And I had to like special order them off Amazon. I got like stacks of them, but they are <laughs> really. What uh, are they made out of? Amazing. Oh my god! They're made out of two ingredients. Pro Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly these crackers, you guys. They also have raisin, and it's same like two carbs per cracker. What's the? What is the? And this was an ad. Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's like I want to say. Mimi, will you look it up? Mimi, look it up. Um, but these crackers are like insane. Like, if I'm I want to really around. get it moving, I put psyllium husk in my smoothies in the morning. Oh, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. And that yeah. just makes it go. Yeah. Mm, Michael, you're learning stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put some of that I'm one of those smoothie. people that if you tell me and show me what to do, I'll do it. Or at least I'll try it. Yeah. Right. But I just, I, I, I don't know what it is. I just haven't really taken the time to really research it. Maybe something will like take some Can kind of Can you guys give me it. some tips on how to manipulate my husband and eating I'm, But healthier? at the same time, like <laughs> I'm pretty healthy, I think. I yeah. don't. I give you C. Maybe not with my diet so much, but I like try to consistently oh, so exercise. Like but what's your diet? What's yeah, the tell problem? us your diet. Let's my diet, this diet, please. Okay, I, I've talked about this a little before, but I would say that I'm not so attached to food. No okay. attachment. Like, what does that mean? Meaning, like, I, I like you eat it for fuel. I eat it for fuel. Okay, okay. so so right? I was I was trying to analyze yeah. why he's so thin all the time, and I'm like, what is happening? Obviously, he's a guy, but like, there's something else. He has absolutely no attachment to food. There's he had never heard him say I'm craving this. Like he literally eats just as fuel. But I'm the same way. But I'll it's eat like, everything, right? Like there's not there's not something that I will look like. Ooh, I won't eat that. I'll try and eat everything, and right. I appreciate really good food. Like, if we go to New York, I'll eat like a glutton, right? But I just as soon as I'm full, I just stop eating, or and I don't really crave anything. But I also I don't I've never overdone anything, right? Like I don't just slam red meat, or I don't just mm -hmm. slam vegetables or desserts or whatever. So I. I feel like I'm healthy in the regard His that mother's the same way. She's 105 pounds. I'm healthy in the regard that <laughs> I don't way. overdo anything. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. In terms of food. I feel okay, like that's so what's a the problem. No, that, that's, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like there's a problem, which is why I've never really. And why do you feel like there's a problem? Okay. So let's dissect his diet. Okay. Suddenly I'm a relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, let's dissect his diet. He wakes up mm -hmm. and he doesn't eat until probably 10. Nothing. Okay. Don't that's lie. fine. Do you Before drink water? You work out or after? I drink a lot of water. That's yeah. good. Yeah, my whole thing, I had a trainer that said you have to start eating before you work out. Interesting. Right? Conflicting information. Yeah, there's so much conflicting. conflicting. And then I've had yeah. others that say don't. But yeah. I've always, I've worked out consistently my whole life. 
brag about it no but i've never wanted i never liked eating before we get it you're skinny no no you you just can't it's what i can't here this goes back to the original thing that i was saying before which is like whatever works for you you don't seem to have a problem you're not like dealing with an issue where you're like i wish i had more energy i wish i could feel better i wish i felt stronger why do my elbows hurt or whatever like you're not saying any of that stuff so like you're fine i do have one problem what (sighs) is it now that i think about it tell us and maybe you guys know about this when i drink caffeine i'm mm-hmm. fine but when i drink coffee now i get this like weird if you ever you know like when you um your ear you know no, you feel no, like you got like, don't know what you're talking you about. feel like you gotta pop your ear yeah oh yeah and then like my my pulse right here will adrenals. get my adrenal yeah yes is yeah. that what that is yeah what the hell is oh my god that? he's been complaining you're about just this. having adrenal fatigue Stop like a low coffee. level like stage one like gnarly level though oh wow adrenal fatigue. have you talked to your acupuncturist about this no that's what you should do yeah but let them know every time i drink coffee i love coffee no. Only Same. coffee though. Like we drink this. This is this is caffeine. Right. He doesn't do it. It's only coffee. What is that, by the way? It's Spark. I'm gonna show it. you guys. Are you aren't guys gonna sponsored. No, we have one. No, no. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like Adderall, but without the come down. But it's not. That's it's not obviously. Hand it over. Look at my drug addict hand. <laughs> I fully, for selfish reasons, need to understand more about this adrenal. Yeah. Shit. <clears throat> okay. Well, we're not doctors. We're not. But um, but you seem to know what you like, should. What if, it is. if I was having that, I would immediately tell my acupuncturist. And, and probably and lay off the coffee, coffee for a little bit. For yeah. a little bit. I you stopped might, for a while and it went away. Yeah. yeah. So you can, like, I stopped drinking coffee for a number of months. Came back at it, to it. It was great. I probably need to lay low on it a little bit longer. But your body just needs some time to reset. I will get you off situation. coffee. There's herbs that you can get I'll tell your acupuncturist it. that will um balance your adrenals does it ashwagandha does, it, does the adrenal thing happen also like with stress yeah mm-hmm. that's Wait, what we have that's what it's related to your fight or flight responder right it's fully related to stress yeah. interesting yeah i thought be. you guys were gonna look at him like you had no idea what he's talking oh no about. no oh, you should hear the sound he makes so we're like on the airplane like go no he goes oh <laughs> no i'm like you should definitely no. go to an acupuncturist if we that's okay. where I. That's like my guys. First, I gotta. I gotta go to the ER. I my gotta first, go. No, okay, so my <laughs> first like line of defense for any like body problem is acupuncture. I'm like, okay, at least they because what they can do, they might not have a solution. They usually can have a solution, but they can tell you like what you're going through and what it's connected to. Because in the, with your body, you know, it's like a systems of energy, and acupuncture is like the meridians are energy points and everything is connected. So if like you have a pain that's like persistent in like the back of your calf, for example, like that could mean that you have like liver deficiency or like heat in a, like a, a different part of your body, like an organ. So that's, that's why I like it because it's not just like, oh, take a Tylenol or like rub your calf. It's like, no, that's coming from something else. And then once you address like the, your body as a whole picture, then the problems go away. Wow. Who told you to go to the acupuncturist? Let me guess. <laughs> I have no clue. It was your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you guys go to in LA in case anyone's Carolyn Barron at Botanarchy. She's okay. amazing. Okay. We She's go to right Taylor Taylor in San Diego if you guys want to go to him. Cool. And usually nice. I wouldn't do that because I you can't really trust a man with two first names, but Taylor Taylor's okay. good. Good <laughs> to know. Yeah. Taylor Taylor is amazing. Yeah. He used to be, a, he was in the military and he was an actual like Western medicine physician. He was a doctor. Wow. And then he had so many problems with pain. Um, he and he was injured that they started putting on so many pain pills that he's like I can't do this anymore and then he studied eastern medicine and came back as an acupuncturist those are the people that. that are the best doctors yeah. he's super like he's super calming too yeah first hand experience he I cups the so shit important. out of you too yeah. Taylor Taylor the cups up? are deep I love that. He's not single. But. <laughs> it's okay. I cannot date a guy with two first names. <laughs> I have I. rules. Yeah. We, we, we have boundaries yeah, here. Yeah, you know? we do. 
All right. So is there any other wellness trends that the audience needs to know about? Like, is there anything that's like kind yes. of off the cuff? Yes, listen to that so retrograde, y'all. Yeah, well, they're all yeah. going to go listen. Everyone's um, going to love it. What? I guess a yoni egg's pretty weird. What's that? Oh, that's the vagina egg. Tell yeah. us about yeah. that. We did a really great episode on it because, unfortunately, we love goop, but with goop, there is an article that came out that had, was like, unfortunately, misinformed. And so it gave the yoni egg kind of a bad rap because I believe they the claim was that it could help balance hormones and it just can't. That's just not a thing. Well, <clears throat> wait, 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 back up. No. What is the uh, what, it's yoni It's a jade egg? egg that you insert in your vagina. I've actually never used I'll it. I'll be right back. <laughs> Can or you, insert you should it in listen your penis to this. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. It's, it's like the size it's of it. anything in your penis hole. It's, it's like so small. a little bit smaller than an actual egg and shaped like an egg. It's like, like a quail egg. egg. You guys should check out um, at We Are Tulip. That okay. on Instagram, it's we are two, the tulip. We are the tulip. Let me write that down. They are yeah. um, two sisters who are like leading the way in the benefits of the yoni egg, and like went and found like a jade manufacturer that has like the perfect um, cleanliness, cleanliness of of the crystal. Don't is you it a feel crystal? like it? What if it yeah. gets like? I know this is not scientifically possible, but what if it gets? I feel it's going to get lost. It like, can't. Your uterus ends. Yeah. So you just There's leave it in there it and go. walk around? Yeah, one time I put it in and then the, because the, you, you can like put dental floss through the hole so you can like pull, pull it, it out. out. And one time I, I pulled it and the floss came out and then it was just like floating in me and I was, I started having like a fucking full on panic attack because I was like, I don't know how to like give birth to an egg. That's basically what you have to do. You have to use your pelvic muscles to right. like birth, birth, like give birth. That's it's what it is. That's amazing. the pelvic yeah. floor, but as we talked about in the episode, like essentially the the experience with the vagina is like consistently traumatic. Like there's never anything that's like pleasant that's happening. It's not like a chill, lovely. Exactly. So to have the choice of like inserting something in there that's like kind of a hug for the vagina, let's say. Is that what it's supposed to be? A hug for the vagina? Yeah. And it like is supposed to strengthen the muscles, especially it's good for women who have had children. Okay. Um, So it's, is it kind of like Kegels? I just like it. I just throw it up there and do my laundry. Does it feel good? I don't, you don't feel it at all. So like it's you just like the, the fact that you have an egg in your vagina. I just feel like it's paying off. Okay. <laughs> like it's I don't know like how. A workout. Yeah. I it think strengthens like, the pelvic floor. It's supposed to. It like strengthens your connection to that part of your body. Like, exactly. Since I've been using it, like when I have sex, I can like I'm like oh I like can feel it more now. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You learn how to contract. Kind yeah. Of. But Which when I got it stuck up there, I squatted over my toilet and I was like crying and sweating and I was like, Please. and then there was that time you lost it for six months. Oh, yeah. And then did you forget that you put it up there? You're like, no, 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 no. I, 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 I was able to birth it, which I was really impressed with because it was like a whole new muscular experience. Like, <laughs> it's very interesting to have to push something out of you. But then I had it. <laughs> I took it with me. This was really weird. I had it in my makeup case because I was going to do my makeup in my friend's house and I wanted to show her the egg. <laughs> And I put it in my makeup thing inside of a bag that I then like put in the trunk of my car. And then I took everything out of the bag, but I must have like overlooked the egg and then like shoved the bag like in the back of my trunk. And then for literally six months, I was like, I lost my yoni egg. Like, I don't understand. And then I started doing a joke that was like crystals, you know, crystals like run away from you when they've had too much. 
I was like, my yoni hang has just like seen too much. <laughs> I think I need my one. Vagina is too much energy. You should get one. It's yeah. really cool. I almost think I would play so many tricks on Michael though. Like he opens the eggs in the morning and it's like right there. That's in the hilarious. Like I like there's so many things I would do with that. We we like to hide things like for each other. Like I feel like I would just like put that in your shoe. Like hilarious. that egg would be everywhere. I love that. You should get one. Hide yeah. and seek. What a yoni romantic egg hunt. Actually, our friend called me the other day. <laughs> And he was like, Steph, I have to tell you a story that only, I'm not going to say names because that would be inappropriate. But what he was does like, it rhyme with? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just say, let's call his name. His name's Garfield. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, so he was like, I have to tell you a story that only like you would appreciate. And I was like, okay. He's like, starts telling me how he's like with his boyfriend and they are like rubbing each other and like doing oils all over each other. And he's like, and then we like took a little Molly and it was like really intimate. And like, then we're like rubbing each other with crystals. And, he, and he's like, and then he rubs me with the crystals and it like he puts it like in my butt crack and then all of a sudden I felt my butt suck the crystal off. Oh. <laughs> and he's like and then I had to shit the crystal stop and I was like <laughs> I was like thank you so much for thinking of me with that story you know what we're doing tonight babe <laughs> crystal butt hunt <laughs> between the yoni egg and the crystal you're like birthing everything so where can everyone find you <laughs> this episode is like wrap it up guys should we talk about something else <laughs> I love that story okay. that's amazing yeah, it's super I, I feel like we've we've covered the bases here is there anything we talk about normal stuff not just shitting in our pussies yeah, yeah what right. do you guys talk about for someone that has not heard your podcast I know it's a very popular podcast but anyone who hasn't heard it I would say you know it really we cast a wide net when it comes to the like quote-unquote wellness world you know everything obviously from like shaman and like a higher consciousness perspective on things to like the more core ideas of like acupuncture reiki vagina vagina nutrition we really try to unpack these things that might come across people's minds and and wanting to just like get more into it and then and then just like the human story you know we have people on that um aren't necessarily like wellness experts but have uh unique experiences being embodied and we have them on to talk about that and kind of shed light on the fact that like she said like there's not like a one-size-fits-all experience for people and whether you're suffering from a disease or you have like a special diet or needs or whatever like it's okay and there's a place for you and you can live and make it work for you and be healthy there's just things that you might need to tailor to your own experience you know we grew up in the 90s where it's like the food pyramid is is the way to health and that's what we learned and it's like it's fucking insane it's like so wrong and a lot of people that we have on the show kind of are teaching us how to relearn how to take care of ourselves. And that's what the show is really about. Yeah, I, I think you guys should talk about your Jamie Lynn Signer episode. Oh, I yeah. say your last name really quick just because I really liked that one. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. We we loved that episode She's too. Amazing. She's a friend of ours and, um, you know, came forward with the her MS diagnosis publicly about a year ago. Before that, she'd been struggling or living with the MS for 15 years and she came on the show and spoke really honestly about her experience with the disease and her ups and her downs and it was very human conversation and it was really about accepting and persevering and being in the spotlight with all that happening right i mean how stressful is that it's pretty fun we get to have a lot of like um like more recognizable names on the show who come on and talk about things that they might not normally talk about we've had emma roberts on Sophia Bush, Lance Bass. I'm trying uh, to think of like our recent fun. What's your Sarah favorite Silverman. Episode? 
Um, oh, it's like picking a favorite favorite child. There's not not one that's like a standout hero. Like, where would you tell our audience to start? At the beginning? At the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning when I was super hungover and yeah. felt like I couldn't pronounce sentences. Definitely yeah. start It actually is funny when people are like, we started from the beginning. I'm like, oh, oh what no. the fuck are we talking about two and a half years ago? Like, that's so scary. I can, I, I can barely remember, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to remember what we were talking about the first episode. That was horrid. But they're still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously you're still here, so you're doing something right. You got to keep rinsing. We're still here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where can everyone Not find you? Wait, one question, one question, one yeah. question. Yeah. Oh, one okay. question. Oh, you yeah. like Because you triggered something, and I was thinking, and I don't remember... Uh, mm-hmm. where I heard this and I could be completely off base and wrong but I heard you're, sp- you're talking about the food pyramid mm-hmm. I heard there's a new is it was it Harvard or was it uh, someone in one of these prestigious schools they're saying they're taking dairy out of the food pyramid is Thank that true? God. I don't know if that's true I haven't heard that I wouldn't be surprised I'm lactose intolerant so I'm or they're pushing that. for it I think that what's interesting about dairy is like okay cow's milk is definitely not something that like humans have an easy time digesting First of all, cow's milk is disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> but I think like there's studies that show that like sheep's milk is really good for your nervous system. And um, I personally find that when I eat like a sheep's milk yogurt or eat a cheese, I don't have any reaction at all. My stomach's totally fine. Um, it can it can create just like an imbalance because there's still sugar in cheese. And if you have like any like candida or anything, your stomach will go fucking bananas for cheese. I knew this kid that he would all say like you have to drink milk because your bones are gonna be strong and this guy like he's broken every bone in his body like bird bones you know? like, <laughs> Hilarious. I'm, like, you I'm like you're not the you can't be the source right? i love like, the expression bird bones yeah i mean like literally you go up and like you know like you take your thumb and like snap a like twig and it's like you just go up and like snap his arm real quick yeah i mean you can just take yeah. vitamin d if you're worried about your bones breaking yeah i mean he couldn't i was like listen okay. man like <laughs> You, you, whatever you're doing, I'm doing the exact opposite. You know? Yeah, he doesn't sound like he knew it. Well, that was super informative. I learned a lot. Like, <laughs> I have like a like an Amazon list of what I need to get. Like my eggs, number one. Oh yeah, I'm it's, getting that egg. You should. It's really fun. It's. Okay. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting, and yeah. it's like I'm down for the health of my vagina i'm down for it too you know uh, well, on, on the vagina note where can everyone find you guys inside of elizabeth um <laughs> it re- it, yeah my brain <laughs> sickos um, <laughs> we're at so retrograde and at that's so retrograde.com we're on itunes and soundcloud and you can find me at elizabeth cott k-o-t-t and i'm at stuff simbari thank you guys for coming on thanks for thanks having us so awesome meeting you guys yeah, are wonderful so wait time out remember how we talked in the beginning about how if, like we had a good time you were gonna like uh Hope you have some dudes. Oh yeah. And what do you, what's the what's the verdict? Well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut out the clip about the vaginal egg. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, send, that's a selling. I'm point. gonna send it out. I'm gonna put some feelers, <laughs> and then we'll see we'll see what comes back. But yeah, no. Actually, I, I, a lot of your friends would like the fact she birthed a vaginal egg. Exactly. Look at me. I'm like a goddamn yeah. wizard. Yeah. I think yeah. your friends would be turned on. You heard? <laughs> if my friends hear about vaginal eggs, they will come running. God, I wonder every time someone says vaginal egg this episode, everyone you should have to take, take a, a shot sip of green juice or a shot of whiskey i like whatever. it i like it or some spark i can't wait awesome thank you guys, guys so much no thank you all right so be sure to check out that's so retrograde on itunes now if you guys want my five beauty tips and tricks sent straight to your inbox all you have to do is rate and review the podcast send us a screenshot to Ask Lauren, that's L-A-U-R-Y-N, at theskinnyconfidential.com, and we will send those straight to you. And with that, we will see you next week. <laughs>